I've always been an athlete. I learned how to swim when I was two and a half, but I also was involved in lots of different sports. Rowing, I rowed in singles a lot, you know, out on San Francisco Bay. I was working as a registered nurse at Marin General. I had came home from work and I'd been working the night shift. I was a charge nurse. And my eyes were sore from the air-conditioned environment, so I decided to stop on the way home and buy some over-the-counter eye drops. And when I put them in my eyes, uh, I immediately knew there was something wrong. I mean, immediately, my eyes just... It was like looking through whole milk. You know, you could, I could see light, but everything was all white. And I immediately put my head underwater and started rinsing my eyes out. And all I was thinking was, what, what, what's going on? You know, and getting help. And the phone rang. It made me my way across the room, picked up the phone, and my mom had really good news she wanted to share with me. So I was waiting until she finished with her good news to tell her. Look, I had an accident. Something was wrong with the eye drops. I put in my eyes, and I need, I need help. I need to get to the hospital right away. I all of a sudden went from being fully sighted to to blind all all in one shot. Turned out that the eye drops had uh, drain cleaner in them, real strong concentration of lye. At first I didn't know why it happened and who would have done this. Two weeks after the bottle was produced, the factory closed. It was probably a disgruntled employee that tampered with the bottle. Who knows what the person was thinking, but it, it was happening at the same time as the Tylenol tamperings were going on in the late 80s. They're supposed to put FDA agents in factories that are closing to prevent things like this from happening, and the FDA did not have anyone in this factory when it was closing. As a kid growing up, I was afraid of the dark. It, it's it sort of was like my worst nightmare. The fears of who's there, what's there, and, and here I was, that now I'm in the dark all the time. So then I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of food might be tampered with. I was afraid of people. I was afraid of everything. And, it, you know, after a while, it's a paralyzing experience to be afraid to the point where you don't do anything or go anywhere. I just basically stayed home and listened to music, and it, it was like, being jettisoned to another planet where everything I had been accustomed to no longer was my reality. I felt like all the things that I used to do were not available to me anymore. I did a lot of photography, I did a lot of jewelry, bird watching. I was very visually aesthetically oriented. And after I lost my sight, I thought those things were not a part of my life anymore. Some people that I thought were my friends disappeared when I lost my sight, something that some people couldn't hang with, including my husband at the time. He signed on for the person I was. He didn't sign on for a 34-year-old that was basically at the level of a toddler. Yes, I'm physically alive, but I don't have any value in my life, and therefore it's like being dead. Uh, actually, a friend of mine who I rowed with came by the house and she said, I'm taking rowing, you don't need to see to row in a double and you're not going to argue with me. And she just dragged me into the car and <laughs> off we went. I remember being scared, walking down on the dock and not being sure of my footing and getting into the boat, which was rocky, and I wasn't sure that it was going to be stable enough for me to get in, and getting in the boat and pushing off the dock and the first few strokes feeling a little, you know, wobbly. And then all of a sudden, everything just sort of fell into place. It, my muscle memory of what to do and how to do it. And 
you have to really feel the movement in the boat, the movement of the other rowers, listen to the oars turning in the oar locks. And, and, and actually, it was one of the greatest gifts that anybody could have given me because it, that was something that it, at a time where I was incompetent at everything, I realized, wow, I can, I can do this. So we, we rowed for about an hour, and that a feeling of being able to move through space without any repercussions like I had been feeling was a really great in-body experience for me to go, wow, you know, I need to relook at my life. After I had gone rowing with her, I continued to row. Water is beautiful, flat, calm, glassy. That's it, way to stay on it. These are the Marin Rowing Association's competitive masters women's team. That's it, way to stay on it. Come on now, come on, yes you can. And uh, yeah, we come out here four days a week to coach them. Think about areas we don't even notice that she's blind. So much so that sometimes people forget to tell her that there's a step coming. Last 10, last 10. It's the only time in my waking hours that I can forget that I'm blind is when I'm in a boat rowing because it's all about the feel, the sound. So I started thinking, okay, what, what do I need in my life in order to make it feel like it has any value to me, that it's worth living? And everything all boiled down to the same thing, which was I needed to be independent. I knew about guide dogs. I got, my first dog was a yellow lab named Webster. I do bird watch now, I take pictures now. I like to take pictures of people because I can have them talk to me and then I can target the sound. Last summer I did my first triathlon. This whole thought process, oh you can't ride a bike, well, like, oh and a tandem, yeah, okay. That thought process of how can I accomplish something even if it doesn't look like the way other people did it. I do a lot of the things that I used to do. Ariel continues to get way more done than I do. She works as an outreach manager for Guide Dogs for the Blind and recently donated a kidney to a friend. You'll have a video of Ariel rowing. You can see it for yourself on our website, snapjudgment.org. That piece was produced by Stephanie Fu. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.